An American billionaire has emerged as the front-runner to own Auckland's new A-League football club. Bill Foley, who owns football clubs in England and Europe as well as uh, wineries and restaurants in New Zealand, has been identified as the preferred bidder for the A-League expansion licence. We're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. So is that a surprise or not? I mean, he's, you know, in sport. Well, when the A-League announced in March that they were having expansion of clubs in Auckland and Canberra from next season, there was lots of speculation around who would actually be able to have the $25 million needed to get a licence fee. So there were former New Zealand sports people or people already involved in New Zealand sports clubs that were seen as putting together a bid for this. But I understand Bill Foley was one of the latecomers to this. As you say, he's already sort of dabbled in sports clubs. And they only got a lot more bids than they thought they were going to get, a lot more international bids as well. So they were not really surprised that somebody of his calibre was getting involved, but they're quite pleased to have him on board. And he's owns Bournemouth in the Premier League but he also owns a minority part of a French League One club as well. So Having those kinds of things, A-League thinks that adding Auckland to that football portfolio is probably a pretty good deal. They know that he's got a reputation already. And they say that the way that the A-League clubs are run is that the owner actually gets a table at the decision-making for the APL. So they want to have him on that board as well as somebody with a lot of business experience. And the A-League's commissioner, Nick Garcia, says Foley is not just the football guy from Europe. He also established the Vegas Golden Knights, I think six years ago, and he made a commitment then on the expansion franchise that he was going to win the Stanley Cup in six years, and I believe they just won it. Not only have they done that, but they've put really deep and solid roots into the Vegas community, and in terms of their commercial punch, if you like, so what they're doing off the ice in terms of good sports administration, they are getting a higher return than a lot of much bigger markets in the US. So really, really good, sophisticated sports investors, and we're, we're delighted to have them on board. There are a few more hoops to jump through, so Football Australia has to sign it off and then New Zealand Football and Oceania Football Confederation have to endorse it. But that's going to start what is not really new for New Zealand. The New Zealand Breakers are already owned by an American ownership group and the Taranaki Ears and the local basketball competition are owned by an Australian person. Let's move on to rugby then. Uh, All black great Dan Carter, what's he up to? Yeah, so the former first five is going to be inducted. He's one of five inductees into the World Rugby Hall of Fame later this month. That's an award that he'll pick up on the in Paris on the day after the Rugby World Cup final. He made his debut in 2003, and it was the next year that he really sort of took hold of that number 10 jersey and held on to it for more than a decade. I think there's probably some listeners out there who might disagree, but it's a game, and he scored 33 points or contributed 33 points in a 2005 game against the British and Irish Lions, which is widely considered to be one of the best individual performances in a rugby game. So I think a lot of that was in their mind when they were considering who they would be putting into this Hall of Fame. He becomes the 28th New Zealand to get that honour. And this year he's joined by Thierry Dussetour of France, Brian Habana of South Africa, Juan Martin Hernandez of Argentina and George Smith of Australia as the other inductees. Thank you, Felicity. That's our sports reporter, Felicity Reid.